about to listen to the words and teachings of Pastor Shola Oshimakide of the household of David. Be blessed. Today, I'll be addressing singles, first service and then married people, second service. So we, we said last week that all the married people should come second service and then the singles, first service. So, um, but then if you are married, no problem. See, there is, there is just a, there is a, there's a connection between the two, all right? It is what, what you start in courtship that flows into marriage. So, um, it's just that my world will be more structured towards married people, second service and structured towards single people for service. But then, since there is a kind of overlap between the two, you can still flow. Amen. Yeah. Hallelujah. <laughs> How many of us were in love affairs? The last one we had. Because I want to continue from there. Are you ready? Yeah. Praise the Lord. So let's read Matthew 19. Now, this is because we are going to do this for about four Sundays. November being our family month. There will be some scriptures that will be our foundation on which we stand and we keep referring to from time to time. Okay? So, Luke 19, uh, Matthew 19 is one of such scriptures where we're going to read something very, very profound, very important. Now, Matthew 19, verse 3. If you are there, the Bible says, The Pharisees also came to him, tempting him, and saying unto him, Is it lawful for a man to put away his wife for every cause? <laughs> Amen. <laughs> the, the, the proper rendition should have been that for any cause, for every cause means that whether she does something good or bad, just tell her to go. <laughs> Hallelujah. So all I want to do today is to begin to lay the foundation for what we are to do. So, verse 4. And Jesus answered and said, I'm always interested in Jesus' answer. He said unto them, Have you not read? Hear me very well. Let me make the first point here. The first thing you need to know when it comes to making, ideally, you cannot be talking of a future partner when you have no future. If you don't know where you are going in the future, you do not need a future partner. That word future partner means that you must have understood your future before you ask for a partner that will partner with you in going to the future. Praise the Lord. So any man that does not know his assignments, that does not understand his direction in life, you don't need to think about marriage yet. Marriage is not compulsory. What will happen is that Jesus said that any blind man that is leading another blind man, the two of you fall into a ditch. And in our generation, many are blind. So they are falling to ditches and taking a precious sister along with them falling together. Explain, why would you follow a blind person? Now, this is not someone that is visually impaired physically. We are talking about being blind in terms of direction and understanding the direction you are going. Some guy, that somebody is 30 does not mean he knows where he's going in life. And that somebody is 21 does not mean he doesn't know where he's going in life. This thing has nothing to do with age. Amen. Amen. Praise the Lord. Now, what I want to establish today is why do you want to get married? Maybe that is the... Uh, because answering this question will guide you in choosing the right person. There are some fundamental questions that once you cannot answer them, you have no business talking about... Because you are going to make a mistake. Hallelujah. 
There is a reason why some, the reason why some want to get married is because they think that I'm now I'm 30, I have a job. <laughs> I have a Camry. Two thousand <laughs> don't let me start. Okay. I have a Camry and then so now I have I have an apartment. So I think I need to get married now. And the reason why some ladies want to get married because your parents are asking you that you see you are now 27, 28, 29, 30. So when are you going to get married? Those are wrong reasons. They don't bring they they cannot bat eternal significance in your relationship. If that's the reason why you are going. Alright? So but I want to establish the first thing right now. So, okay, I've said one. You don't have a future. Don't talk of future partner. But then let's look at this. Jesus answered and he said, Have you not read? Somebody say amen to this. Amen. This is the first thing that anyone aspiring or desiring to go into marriage should know. They were asking Jesus about a question of divorce. They said that, Is it right? So put up, put away a woman for just any cause. And Jesus did answer by saying yes or no. The master was an expert in that. Even when they asked him that I use the son of God, he never answered directly. He, he had this way when he was with those men of going to the root of the matter that rather than answer the question at surface level. Because he is the master. His words must guide us. And that is the guideline we are going to look at all through this four, four months. There are many things to say to singles. But there are very many deep to say to married people. And you will see second service. It's going to be very hot and powerful. Amen. <laughs> are you with me? So, look at what Jesus said. Why did he start with this? Have you not read? I want to say to all the singles in the house. Have you read? When you talk about marriage, the first thing you should think about, how informed are you? That is the starting point. The master started from that point. When they brought up the subject of marriage, divorce, he said, Avun to read. That means the starting point of any man, any woman getting into marriage, you must be informed. You must read. Now, when we say read, we are not talking about reading magazines and books. And you understand the word. Jesus is just, no, and the master is saying there that, Have you been informed? So, what do you know about marriage? Before thinking of joining a man or bringing a woman into your life, what do you know about marriage? So when you say, Father, in the name of Jesus Christ, I want to get married, it looks like the first question ever we try to is that, have you read? So what have you read? Then the next thing, which is very important. Are you with me? Jesus said, have you not read? That he that made them at the beginning, made them what? Let's, we'll come back there. Let's read the next verse. <coughs> Wherefore, they are no more two, but one flesh. What therefore God has joined together, let no man put asunder. Let's read on. Next verse. They said unto him, why? <laughs> you see why he answered them that way? He wanted to bring forth more things from their hearts. Then they said to him, Why did Moses then command us to give a writing of divorcement and to put her away? See, I love these guys. Online men and generation, they have read something. But what they read was not correct enough. Hallelujah. Are you following me? Jesus started by having to read. I 
and they prove a point. They were able to tell that they read something. They said Moses said. That means Jesus. We have read something that Moses said about marriage. So we know Moses' book of marriage. There are only two types of marriages. There is. <laughs> okay, now I think we can divide the second one into two further. But uh, majorly, there is Genesis chapter 2 marriage. And there is every other marriage after that. Say amen. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. So we have Genesis chapter 2, and I will explain in a while. And then we have other marriages. Now in the middle of other marriages, we have a marriage that is full of remedy offered by Moses. And then we have the one that has no, <laughs> no Moses in it. That one is just marriage. So we can say Genesis 2, Moses' version, and all other versions. Is somebody with me? Praise the Lord. <laughs> so, let's begin to identify this thing. <laughs> I'm talking to single people. I just want to major on for this cause, Charlie, man. That's what I'm talking about this morning. For this cause. Because Jesus later told they said, why did Moses then command us to give? And then, verse 8. Jesus said to them, Moses, because of the hardness of your hearts, suffer you to put away your wives. But from the beginning... It was not so. There is a way I will, I will turn this one. I'm talking to uh, married people. But let with this. I, I'm going somewhere. And I say unto you, whosoever shall put away his wife, except he be for fornication, and marry another one, commit adultery, and so on. Verse 10. His disciples said unto him, If that's the case of a man, it is not good to marry. Let's read verse 11. <laughs> but he said, All men can receive this. Now, where I'm going is where he said that for this cause shall a man leave his father and his mother. What verse is that? I want to pick something from there. We, we now, I want to link it. Now it is said in Genesis chapter 2. And it said there is... Uh, what verse is that? Verse 5. Go back to verse 5. Thank you. I want to read something from there. And it said that, For this cause shall a man leave his father and his mother, and shall cleave to his wife, and they shall become one flesh. For what cause? Go back to verse 4. Hallelujah. And he said unto them, Have you not read... That he that made them at the beginning made them what? Male and female. Now to understand what Jesus was saying that for this cause shall a man. Because this verse 4 does not exactly answer that question. What cause? In verse 5 Jesus said for this cause shall a man. So the question what Jesus wants you to read. He said what I wanted when I said that I'm going to read. That he that made them at the beginning made them male and female. For this cause. Shall a man, until you understand verse 4, that the significance of that made them, made them male and female. If that is not understood, don't think about marriage. Because Jesus said, it is when you get, when you get the understanding. He said, for this cause. For, having understood verse 4, then a man can leave his father and his mother and join. What is it about verse 4? Let's look at the next statement, the next time that this kind of statement verse 5 was made in the Bible. Actually, the first person to use that word, Genesis chapter 2. Let's read. So, Jesus was quoting Genesis 2 marriage. So, we have to go back to that marriage. Because Paul made reference to it also in, 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 in Ephesians chapter 5. I think verse 30 precisely. Paul used that word again. That for this cause shall a man leave his. Why are they all saying the same thing? God said in Genesis chapter 2. 
Jesus said in Matthew 19, Apostle Paul said the same thing for this cause. Now, Apostle Paul explained it better. But let's start from Genesis. This is one major thing. This is the jam that if you don't pass, you have no admission to university. This is the English and mathematics of SSE. Marriage SSE. That if you don't pass, you are not going anywhere. So, Bible says for this cause, this is the reason that when you understand this, it is the reason why you can proceed. So there is no need to proceed looking for a life partner if these reasons are not understood. Can I hear loud amen? amen. Understanding me this far? Yes, are you following me? So let's read. Therefore, <laughs> they say, somebody said that when you are studying the Bible, when you see therefore, find out what is therefore. When you see the word therefore, find out why that word therefore, what is it, what, is, what, what that word therefore is therefore. Every therefore in the Bible is therefore for a reason. You understand? So the Bible says therefore. So you have, why, why is this therefore there? So go to verse. Let's start from the beginning. Let me two verses above. Thank you Lord Jesus. Because we begin to understand very well. Let's start from verse 21. Hallelujah. And the Lord caused a deep sleep to fall upon Adam. And he slept. And he took one of his ribs and he closed up the flesh, closed up the flesh instead thereof. Verse 22. And the rib which the Lord God had taken from man made he a woman and brought her unto him. See, I won't go fully into this, but I'll just take a bit of it. This verse is loaded. It is God's way. No other way. If you want God's type of marriage, there is no other way. Because till now, in Genesis chapter 1, God blessed them and he said, Be fruitful and multiply. Till eternity, human beings will continue to give back to human beings. The order will not change. There is no other way to come to the earth than to be born of a woman. There is no other way to come to the world than to be born of a woman. Except you are an alien. Well, I haven't seen anyone. I have not seen any UFO. They told us that they were there. You know, we used to, they just said something passed in the sky. But when, what we know... For certain, it's the fact that you are not going to enter the community of men, of human beings, except you are born by a man or a woman, and, and a woman. Is that true? The Almighty God established this order in Genesis 1 and 2. Now, I am showing you also that the same way, the right type of marriage, this is the order, there will not be another order. So when the Pharisees approached Jesus, he connected, he bypassed Moses, he bypassed Abraham, he took them back to Genesis chapter 2. Jesus was saying that this is the order, outside this order there is no order. Can I hear me? Amen. Hallelujah. So Jesus told them that anything outside Genesis 2 is a fabrication of men. He said Moses brought that fabrication because of the hardness of your heart. He said guys your heart is hard. You cannot accept God's original standard. So Moses gave you a substandard version. He said but from the beginning it was not so. Because they quickly quoted Moses all around the world. Your Moses can be the myths and boom you've read. Your Moses can be some of the Hollywood, Nollywood stars that you watch on TV. Your Moses can be what you read on the internet. What people have told you about marriage. Men, ah, don't trust men, no. <laughs> Those are the things I will never submit to any man. Ah, women, women are, they only like money. There are two women in this church. They will dust you and your money. 
I don't know where that stupid idea is coming from. Some people are like, women, it's all about money. Well, it's not their fault. The ones they have seen, that's what they've done. That's why a guy is slapping it. Anytime you see an abusive relationship and the lady stays there, it's because the guy has money. There's no other reason. Quote me anywhere. I've doubled into too many. I've counted too many. There is no other reason. The guy has money. He has a flashy car. A nice house. The woman can't imagine herself outside that apartment. So even though he's giving her five-fold and seven-fold ministry, she stays there. It is worse. Jesus is Lord. <laughs> oh, sorry, he's not angry with me that I'm preaching. <laughs> are, you, are you following me? <laughs> Amen. Hallelujah. Are you following me? For, so this is very, very important. All my life I've checked. Once it's an abusive relationship and she stayed, she stayed, God guy has something. It's very easy to cut away from the one that has nothing. I mean, the guy is broke, he's poor, he's ugly, and he's still slapping you. I mean, it's very easy to walk away. But when he's handsome and rich, and then he does some dead, you want to stay there. Some ladies have met the guy, caught him with another girl during the courtship, and they are staying. He will say sorry later and wire some amount to the accounts. And that money wired them will wash away his sins. Like the blood. <laughs> so they were accepted. Then they will believe that it's going to change. It will just change. You know, when I enter his life and love him, it will just change. And then they say, I'm going to bring him to church. When he hears enough of the word, it's going to change. Normally, when he hears the word, it should change. But why it change is because, because you are involved, it will not change. Hallelujah. And that comes to choice. Some of you listening to the message. I said, the ladies in your church are fine. <laughs> and your headache multiplies on your way home. He said, is that what, that, that's what you saw in church? So I saw a lady that left praise worship. Very beautiful lady. <laughs> Hallelujah. <laughs> Amen. There is. There are versions. And the master is saying that Jesus, if Jesus is the Lord of your life, He remains the final authority over your life, and He says that all other versions are incorrect. He says so to understand a mar- the real marriage that God created, you have to go back to Genesis chapter two, and Jesus emphatically said, "For this cause shall a man." So, anytime you are above twenty or whatever age you are, and you are thinking about relation, the force that should come into your, mind, which I'm, I'm emphasizing for service. Have you read? And if you have read, what have you read? Have you read what your parents said to you? They might be wrong. Most times they are always wrong. Because they talk from their experience, which might not be correct, number one. Number two, their experience is subject to their generation and their time. It is only the word of God that stays forever. Things that work then, they are no more working. When most of the ideologies about marriage... When they were formed in the ancient times, those were the days where roles were clearly defined. Men will go to farm, women will stay back at home and cook. That has changed right now. Are you understanding what I'm saying? But the only thing that the word of God, God is the only one who sees the end from the beginning. He saw it all and he said this pattern. Our forefathers didn't know that the world will become like that, we will be dressing like that. They didn't know. They didn't know that women will become MDs and CEOs of all. They didn't know that. So when they made some of those roles, that a woman would be like a maid, you know, come to cook for everybody, but like, those were in those days, when women were not even allowed to go to school. Things have changed, and in the next 40 years, things will change more. But the word of God remains forever. 
no matter how much the world changes, love never fails. There will never come a generation that will say that love is not good. Are you, are you, are you with me? Because God is love. So because God who created man, he saw it all. Now at the end, of whether you are going to wear, whether they will use internet, they will use externet, whatever net will be used then. You know, right now we have time, and these things are getting smaller and getting faster. Enter will be defined by things will be faster and then easier accessibility. Those are the all marks of end time. Very soon, nobody will be carrying phones around again. Maybe it will be on your palm, on your palm. Like a native doctor, you look at your palm. You just see the number you want to die here. Because that's where technology is going to. We are now seeing TV that you can, it can be on your wall like cotton. Because it, it will increase. We started from pipe organ that you have to build a house for. Now, the whole sound that pipe organ, all the sound pipe organ can produce, they are just one sound on this keyboard, one sound among many. Everything is coming down. The first set of computers, very mighty. They used to build houses for them also. How many of you remember DOS? All those uh, Windows, uh, then later, uh, Windows 1998, uh, all those uh, Windows, uh, all those were there. Now, everything is, our children don't need to know all those ones. They know your phone, they know internet. You understand? Now, when they are growing up, we don't know what next will be. But no matter how advanced the word is, the word of God remains correct. Because Jesus Christ is not just the Alpha, He is the Alpha and the Omega. Praise the Lord. Amen. And maybe I should also say that those who are not really interested in the ways of God, you need not to come for this meeting. Because really, I'm not interested in wasting my time. I'm, I'm, I'm addressing uh, the old Christian body in Unabon Saturday. I, I've done things round, round. I've gone to places. And it grieves me because no matter what you say, some will still make there because they have not made up their mind that Jesus will be the Lord of their life. But I'm speaking to those who have made up their mind that they will go by the ways of God. So they, I'm, I'm assuming those are the people I'm addressing. Otherwise, what I will say will not benefit you. Praise the Lord. Amen. So, we have to, so the first thing anybody, the Bible says you should know, you should read. And then secondly, what do you read? And Jesus said that don't read Moses. Moses adjusted it. Don't read your parents. Don't read TV. Of course, there are good things you can learn from our parents. But don't make that the final authority. The Bible says read the word. So Genesis chapter 2. That is the pattern. So let's start. What is in that place? And then we'll read Ephesians and I will stop today. Just the introduction. Just the appetizer. Amen. Now we are now going to go to what are the ways doing love affairs. The laws of compatibility and all those things. We are going to look at them very well. Values and all those. But let's just start. Amen. So let's go. Therefore shall a man leave his father and his mother. So what is this therefore, therefore? Let's go to verse 20. Let's start. How will it be? And Adam gave names to all cattle, to the fowl of the air, and to every beast of the field. But for Adam there was not found and hell made for him. Verse 21. Once a guy start running Elta Skater, Listen to me and listen well. Any guy that breaks up with somebody and in three, four months asking out another person, run away from him. That shows lack of integrity. Anyone who has out two, three people at the same time should be an outcast. People should withdraw from such. The Bible says, this is the 
pattern that you will see. And the Lord caused a deep sleep to fall upon Adam. And he slept. And he took one of his ribs and closed up the place instead thereof with flesh. And the rib which the Lord God had taken from man made he a woman and brought her unto a man. All you ladies and guys, listen to God. This is about where I want to stop. They will need deficiency in the world. I will stop. God's pattern. I have watched people who are married, some people. You can marry and enter a battle that you fight for the rest of your life. Because you are a misfit in the place you are. The best form of marriage you can enter into is when you fit into somebody that is truly your bone. God brought her to him. In all these things, any marriage that God is not involved with, if it's not God bringing her to you, and if it is not God causing the man to sleep, there will be plenty issues. I am not saying you will see a vision, but I'm definitely saying you will pray and you will know in your heart that this is God. This is God. Once the knowing does not settle here, leave the relationship alone. Are you following me? I don't know how the knowing will come, but the knowing, you just know inside you that this is what God wants me to do. If that knowing is not there, if you substitute it for some other things, he has some things you like, and every time you think about marriage, you are not settled with it, but you are moving ahead. You might get yourself. See, the, the real answer, the real problem some people are having after they are married is because they are wrongly married. In the mercy of God, they can help them. Some have entered into all kinds of battles, all kinds of things, that the energy they should have used to pursue life, pursue their career, they are using it to fight a battle that remains in the husband's life or in the wife's life. And they are wondering that there is more to them than what they are experiencing. They look at their colleagues, they are going ahead of them. They are wondering, why is this happening? It is because where they are paid their tents. Are you following me? You know, I told you, I won't say casualty. This is very, very important. So the Lord made the woman and brought her to the man. Next verse. And Adam said, This is now the bone of my bones. This recognition will be there. It took something from man. He used that thing to form a woman. He brought the woman back to the man. I cannot give you seven or ten ways to recognize your bone of your bone. But the sincere truth is, when you meet a woman that is ordained for you by God, or when you meet a man, your spirit man and his spirit, there will be a connection. You will know that this is a person. Let me warn. She might not look physically like what exactly you want. But deep call it unto the deep. You will know that this is the person meant for me. Now in my no range of spots. Are you following me? Praise the Lord. If there is no kind of this connection, after one, two years of living together, you will notice that there is something missing. And once you are married and you notice that something is missing, it is missing forever. Only the mercy of God can help you. There is something about the level of speed that will come into the lives of people who, who have seen this. Now, I'm not saying that there is one woman in one corner that is your wife or one man. It might be more than one person. But it's sincere truth that when you meet somebody and there is a heart-to-heart -heart connect. That's what I'm saying. 
It's not that I love the face of this girl. You will like many people in this world and you will still like more. Even after you are married, you won't stop liking people. It is discipline that keeps us back. You will like people. Marrying a fine woman does not make other women ugly. Does it? So when your wife does the best here, it means that other women are, they are, they are bowed, bowed on their head or what. So you, you see, so marrying somebody fine does not make others ugly. So you won't stop seeing people that are fine. But what you will not see is that once you have a heart to have connect with somebody, you can't have, you might have lost for someone else, but you can't have that connection two times. Is somebody following me? Are you hearing, are you following me? And I'm saying that we will look deeply into that later. When you feel this kind of connection towards somebody, it might not look like a perfect arrangement at the beginning. Because maybe you want a lawyer and the person is a doctor. Maybe you want an engineer and the person is... Maybe you want an Igbo man and the person is from... (laughs) from (laughs) South-South. Aquaibom. And then, that might disturb you a little. Maybe you want a Yoruba woman, but the person is from Imo states that fits into this thing. That is your bone and your flesh. Maybe you want tall, dark, handsome, and this one is not very tall. But you feel that thing that there is something pulling me to this person. Think about that later. I'm not saying it is wrong to desire something physically. No, we, we are going to look at all that. It carries a certain percentage, but the percentage is low. No doubt about that. Are you following me? Praise the Lord. I believe the Spirit of God is helping to rearrange some things in some people's lives. Say amen. amen. Many people have listened to a lot of relationship seminars. Nothing close to the Word of God. Just ideologies of men. People being told seven steps, you know, is it caring? Anybody can be caring. Satan is caring. I don't know why people do understand that the devil is very nice. That's why nice is not one of the nine fruits of the Spirit. Kindness is a fruit of... Nice is not fruit of the Spirit. In fact, there is a nice that sings. <laughs> it's, 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 nice, it's very nice it's not a parameter that you use Some, somebody might want to kill you tomorrow and still be nice today anybody can be nice because that's what people base their judgment on it's very nice anybody can be nice even you they take care you will kill on Christmas day before that day are you not nice to the kid? you have why do you keep the chicken in your bedroom and be giving them food don't you buy food you buy them four days to Christmas, you are feeding them every day. If one of them falls down, see if it's that you carry it up, not because of love, but because of investment. <laughs> and the same you on the last day. You, you bring out the knife. And the chicken is wondering, I thought I was loved by these people. <laughs> and you tell him, it's not that kind of love. <laughs> Amen. Hallelujah. Or you tell the chicken, I love you, really. Only that I love to see you on my right. <laughs> that is the kind of love I have for you. He's the one that sees you. <laughs> Amen. <laughs> Hallelujah. The Bible says she shall become woman because she was taken out of man. Mm. Then he said, Therefore shall a man. So again, buttressing what Jesus said. That this is the reason. Now, when we come next week and then we be on. I will be faster. This is foundation laying. I will keep referring to this in all the things I will talk about. I will down get to the point of sexual appetite and several other things. But 
we have to lay a foundation on which we stand first. And I will talk, we will get to a point where I will take a lot of questions on the last one, where you can even know how sexually compatible somebody, even though you are not married. So all these lies that you have to test, there is no testing in Christianity. You can test without sleeping with a person. And we are going to get to all that. So I'm not only interested in telling you as something that sounds spiritual, but the spiritual is a foundation on which if you get it wrong, you get other things wrong. So we are going to move to several other things, but that is the point we are starting from. So I must let you go with this foundation. Foundation is not always very easy. It's kind of boring. Things I want to say are very fast and short, short, very, but I have to start this way. Okay? Is somebody getting the foundation? Praise the Lord. I don't want to... What's the key thing? You must read. Is that right? One second thing. What are you reading? And that you read what Jesus is saying. That she's taken out of you. You must be... See, when you meet the man that is really your man, you will know that you are part of this man. That is the idea of taking the bone out of man. You are part of this man. There is a way you will stay with some people. You will know that I am not of this guy. You might be part of his money, but that is not being part of him. Not that I am not a part of this guy. Ideally, when a man meets the right woman, your success will multiply. You will just know that you are accelerating faster. It's because something missing has been brought back. And this is the true testimony. People have gotten married here that the wife was far any more than the man. Shortly after they got married, the thing changed. The man went higher. And that is the case of many of the leaders here. You just know. You felt it when you met Lokme. Right? When he told me about I had no problem believing them at all. Pastor Joshua felt it when he met this one. Are you following me? They were talking for the first time in their life. They were just gisting inside church. I was at the back. On our way, Peter was staying with me then. Ah, I said, that lady that was talking with you, that I saw something beyond what I talked. He said, Pastor, ah, no, 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 no. That was my first time. I said, eh. when elders sit down and see, even if you climb skyscraper, you will not see it. Even from helicopter, you won't see what elders will see sitting down. By the time they had the second conversation, he, he knew what I was saying. Because that one entered his heart. <laughs> Sincerely, if you ask him to count people, he will count people without mentioning this all. When you met Pastor David, you knew. When you met her, you knew. It's right to be humble. When you met Mr. Idiari, you knew. It was his school. There is something about... And when I look at the two of them, if you want to know how to plan financially, if you want somebody to talk to you about career and the rest, listen to this woman. I talk with me and her husband. There is something, and when I look at it, so they are very similar. They both stand before people to train and talk. Now, they were not together like that in school. Maybe they did not even know they will be doing that. But it is something about her to ask the direction you are going. Remember, all organs of direction are in the head. And the Bible says that the husband is the head. So it is man that directs after man. Now we are going to read. Let me just close here. I have to stop. Let's go to Ephesians chapter 5. Let's read that place. Ephesians. 
So this is that Matthew is a vision to explain and say the same thing at the end. That for this cause shall a man. What cause? Let's start from verse um, 19. We started talking about marriage in Ephesians. Amen. Hallelujah. Is somebody following me? <laughs> are, you, are you getting something? Hallelujah. I love with the whole of my heart everybody here, every single person here. And it's my desire that the way I proudly talk about these people, we should talk about you. That's why I'm saying that. Please, there's no need for rushing. Take your time. Don't be swayed by the noise around. We are in the days where people get married and after two years, and I will talk about different types of marriages later. Because you see some people together does not mean they are happy they are married. Some attempt party together, but the marriage ended a long time ago. And you know what I'm talking about. Amen. <laughs> As a matter of fact, what I'm going to say, but I will talk more to the married about that. When the Pharisees said, should a man put away his wife for any reason? Now what put away, there is no only limited to divorce. There are different types of put away. Some are put away each other sexually. And they are living in the same house. I spoke to a couple one time. They said that about three years, in three years, no sex. That is put away sexually. Some are put away each other emotionally. Some men are put away their wife emotionally. Some men are put away. Some are put away. They don't give to their wife. Don't give to their family again. They put away. Some it has become monosyllable. Where are you going? Out. When are you coming? Later. <laughs> People think they are still together. And they are not together. Some are put away that friendship. He is now a friend with another lady at work. The wife is just now, she has reverted from the wife to the mother of my children. A woman plays to her. She is first of all your wife before the mother of your children. Now, that first role is more important. That first role is more important. The time we are delaying having a child, I told my wife one day, and then I said it in prayer, even if we don't have children, it changes nothing. I still love you. I did not fall in love with you for the sake of children. They are just a product of what should happen. But they are not the main thing. Are you understanding? Myself? So if I find it difficult to understand it. Culture doesn't talk this way. In Yoruba culture, in particular, the Asian culture, primarily the purpose of, the primary purpose of woman is multiplication and production of children. That is the primary purpose. That's why she doesn't have a child after some years. Out! Or she they marry second wife. Because the way they think about it, she is a, so it's so all the love and all the reason before the wedding, it's all a lie. What he wants from her is that children, children, children. And now that she doesn't have one, she must go. Or the love will disappear. We now channel the love towards another girl who will now have children for him. Whereas in the white culture, it's not so. In their culture, the white comes first. So that's why whites don't even mind having children. Some of them say they don't want. And when a minister of God came to Nigeria and he heard Pastor Nigeria pray for fruit of the womb, the woman wanted to laugh. She was shocked. She had one, but she was just like, nobody in a typical white church prays. You won't hear the fruit of the womb. I've never attended any church in America where a prayer was raised for fruit of the womb. It's not a factor that some of them don't even want to. The ability to affect their shape. A woman made her husband to sign a contract that no child before they got married. So that the guy won't change him. The guy signed us. Okay, you don't want child. I don't want also no child. Your family will kill you first if you sign that kind of contract in Nigeria. 
<laughs> Imagine getting up and telling your father as a man that he said, I just signed a contract with my wife's family that she would not have a child. The <laughs> father will just carry guns. Sorry, are you really my son or, they will, or he will swear for you right there? And you sign that kind of, are you alright at all? But it's not an issue with them. Some of them, it is the dog. They buy a dog and they're okay. You've seen it in many films. And if you kill that dog, you are in trouble. Hallelujah. <laughs> Thank God for Nigeria. Anyway, you know, over there they are, they are different. That's why they are right. They are right for trees. They are right for dogs. Right, animal rights, tree rights. And there are lawyers, activists who will die protecting those rights. Here, we don't, human beings don't even have rights here. So not to talk of animals. Police are slapping you. There's nobody defending you. Not, who has time for? Things are changing a little, little bit in Nigeria. You have to trust God as a vet doctor to enjoy yourself. People are saying that me have not eaten. They dog should eat. <laughs> if the dog cannot eat the remnants at all, we should go and die. <laughs> but you know, they care for animals. They will kill. I went to the Ogushola's house. I was at the back of the house. I just saw like rabbits or so. They were playing. Ah! <laughs> and those guys, they didn't even mind. You know, they would come out and look at you, climb the tree, jump, come down, around at the back of the house. Even the ones in forest in Nigeria, we are going to catch them. When you pass it, don't you see people showing you bush meat? They, those men left their houses to go and catch, not the one playing at our backyard. That one is uh, <laughs> soup for sure. <laughs> we are wonderful here in this country. <laughs> Amen. The Bible says, wives, submit to your own husband as son to the Lord. Hmm. Ah, we will not look at us unto the Lord today because I want to stop in two, three. My time is up. For the husband is the head of the wife. Even as Christ is the head of the church and the savior of the body. If you are a woman, this word enough should let you be careful about who you want to give yourself to. The husband is the head of the wife. Hmm. Hallelujah. Uh, I do have to finish everything in one day. Let me stop here. Open to Numbers 30. The husband is the head of the wife. I will read the scripture to you. We will stand up now. I will not fully explain, but we are going to start. For the husband is the head of the wife. Uh, um, Numbers 30. And Moses spoke unto the heads of the tribe concerning children. So I said, this is the thing that the Lord has commanded. Verse 2. If a man vow unto the Lord, he swore an oath to bind his soul. He shall not break his word. He shall do according to what has proceeded out of his mouth. Everybody say man. That means God is saying that if a man vows, he is under an obligation to fulfill it. Let's go some verses down. If a man also vow a vow to the Lord and bind herself by a bond, being in her father's house, that talks about single people, if she's in her father's house, she's in her youth. Next verse. And our father hear the vow, where shall, and our father hold his peace. Then all our vows shall stand. Every bond where she has said. Next verse. But if our father disallow her in that day, thy hear it. Any of our vow. And of our bonds where she had bound herself, she shall stand. And the Lord shall forgive her because our father disallowed this. Are you getting this? Let's move on for that to. 
if she had at all an husband, when she had vowed or altered some part of her lips, bound her soul with it. Next verse. And her husband heard it and held his peace. Then her vow will stand. Verse 8. But if her husband disallowed her on the day that she ha- on the day that he heard it, then she shall make a vow which she has vowed, and that which she has uttered with her lips, where she bound herself of none effect, the Lord shall forgive her. Is this self explanatory? If a woman vows, if a man vows, the Bible says that God will hold him, he must keep his vow before the Lord. If a woman vows before God, and her husband says, that money said you will give to her, you are not giving it. The Bible says, if she doesn't give it, the woman is free. God will hold it against her. But the man is not free. Listen to how God reckons with the person you make your head. So you know what? If the man says that we are not serving God again, Jehovah has no problem with that. A man can lead the family astray. If you don't consider how serious these issues are in making life partner, that is why it bothers me why you want to settle down for so, with somebody as a woman. You are more spiritual than the man you want to marry. See, even if a woman is a pastor like Joyce May and your husband is not a pastor, you will see strength in the man. He might not, because you are called to be a pastor, he might not be able to teach the Bible like you do, but he will know the Bible for your family. If you are called as a woman, there are some women evangelists to evangelize. Your husband might not be able to stand on a crusade ground to pray. But when it comes to family, you know he has spiritual authority. And you know he's a strong man at home. He can't teach because teaching is by anointing of the Holy Spirit. Or you are given a gift of prophecy. He might not be able to prophesy. But when anything is about to happen in your family, because the man of prayer, he will see it. You can prophesy on the pulpit to people. He might not be able to do that. But as far as your family is concerned, he sees clearly. Don't, 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 don't get yourself into trouble. This is the starting point. I have dealt with too many issues in my life. We have seen too many people that when we were in school were vibrant, ladies, that we thought that we'd be hearing of them in Lagos, but that's around the world, and now we are not hearing of any one of them again. The worst part, some who love to sing, who used to sing then, I'm married to a man now who doesn't want them to hold the mic at all. He has stopped that singing. By the time a man is angry because you are going for Riaza, every Riaza you are there, you come by, it's a fight. He doesn't want you to, you want to be an actress, he does not want you to act. And you will think some of these people don't say it on time. When you are caught, they pretend as if everything is fine until you marry. And the things that you say, you cannot be a acting in, um, as all those uh, Nollywood people, where you are acting, they touch you. No, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't want to act. Okay, fine. It's not every role. I can add some roles. He will say yes, and then later I say, you know what, you are not even, <laughs> no role again. Hallelujah. I want to stop here today. This is the foundation on which we understand. What are the implications of all these things? Down to love, attraction, appearance, sex, romance, and all these things we are going to look at. I will get into the issue of when a woman has been very active sexually and now she's born again and she meets an innocent in the body of Christ as a man. What about a man that has been so wayward, maybe even on drugs, to enhance his sex? We have to, because we have dealt with issues like this in marriage, and I'm going to talk to young people about all these things. Let's rise up.